We'd like to thank you for tuning in to For the Time Has Come program with Apostle Sheldon and Prophet Sharon, bringing to you line upon line teachings into the holy word of Elohim God. Get ready for an uncompromising fresh word as the bride of Christ be made ready during these end times. Blessings to each and every one. Blessings to you all. Thank you for joining us. I'm Apostle Sheldon. And I'm Prophet Shalom. And we pray you stay with us throughout the duration of our program. It's an honor for you to be with us. We will bring to you today line upon line teaching, keeping everything centered around Yeshua, our holy Hebrew Messiah, who many call by the name of Jesus. We find in Hebrews 10, verse 7, this is Yeshua speaking. Then I said, Behold, I have come in the volume of the book. It is written of me to do your will, O God. You hear the name Yeshua throughout our teachings because we are bringing forth the Hebrew name mm -hmm. that he came to earth with. That's right. That's the name given to him by his father. And that's the name he taught his disciples while he was on the earth. There's no other name that they knew him by but his Hebrew name. It's the holiest name of all. Mm. It's the holiest name on the earth. Thank you, Father. And it's a sacred prayer that he prayed in the Garden of Gethsemane at the feet of Mount Olives. And he prayed before he paid with blood mm. on the cross, on the stake. And we must acknowledge this sacred prayer. Prayed in John 17, and we want you to, to understand that's a sacred prayer. It's very sacred. And we're not going to ignore his prayer. Many have overlooked it, but we're not going to ignore it. We're going to be teaching in that holy name that was given to him before the foundations of the earth that he was authorized to come to the earth with his father's name. And you're going to hear more about that as we continue in our teaching. When he taught his disciples to pray, the model prayer. They said, how do we pray? He said, pray in this manner. Right. Our Father. He came to declare the Father to his disciples. He said, pray, our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be your Lord. name. Mm. Yes. It's the Father's name he came to earth with. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth. As it is in heaven. Heaven never authorized another name. And that's why we're here to continue. Well, we don't have all the answers, but we have the ones we have we want to share with you. Amen. 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 So we must understand that this is the name that was taught to the original disciples when Yeshua was upon the earth. In no way could it be an English name. Mm. 
when the United States had not yet been discovered when Yeshua was upon the earth. Yes. And all his disciples received the name he gave them. And this is found in John 17, verses 6, 11, 12, and 26. In no way are there any J's even today in the Hebrew alphabet. Amen. Amen. And, and it's a blessing. We were privileged to walk out and search out that land in Israel and Jordan for one year. And that has been a blessing. We cannot compromise the gospel. Amen. Yeshua was born in the Middle East. We must respect that prayer the purpose of his commission. In no way was he born in America and given an English name. But we have been all graced mm. in our ignorance. We've all been graced. We were raised up calling on a English name, Jesus. Why wouldn't you want to acknowledge his prayer? He's already prayed that he indeed gave his father's name to his disciples. Amen. Then Amen. and now. Amen. Amen. <laughs> Before we get into today's message, let us go to the throne room before our father in prayer. Let us pray. Let us pray. Holy Father, we come to you the best we know how thanking you for receiving our prayer for ourselves and for those listening. We honor you today and every day. Oh, Father, we can't do nothing without you, for we are honored to bring forth your holy word during these end times. Your holy word declares in 2 Chronicles 7:14, If my people, which are called by my name, shall humble themselves pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways, then I will hear from heaven and will heal their land. Father, we thank you for your love, for your grace, for your mercy towards us. Thank you for giving us this opportunity to sound the alarm all over the world during these end times. Our words cannot thank you enough. From Genesis to Revelation, we know that it's all about your beloved Son, Yeshua, our Holy Savior, who has given to us the engagement of his salvation, that we be made ready to go into his wedding feast upon his return. We bless all those listening to your holy word today. Allow your precious Holy Spirit to lead and guide us. Allow the teachings of your holy words to penetrate the hearts of those listening. We love you, Holy Father. We thank you for allowing us to enter into another new day to walk out the finished work of your blessed Son, Yeshua. Father, we can do nothing without your Holy Spirit leading and guiding us. 
Let those listening have an ear to hear what your Holy Spirit is saying in this hour. We pray to be pleasing in your sight. Yes, Father, we give you all the honor, glory, and praise. In your holy name, Yeshua. Amen. Amen. Is the Sabbath for Christian believers today? Now let us read Matthew 16, 24. Then Yeshua said to his disciples, If anyone desires to come after me, let him deny himself and take up his cross and follow me. So we see in Matthew 16, 24, Yeshua saying, If anyone comes after him, he must deny himself. Again, we find in Luke 14, 26, Yeshua speaking, If anyone comes to me and does not hate his father and mother, wife and children, brothers and sisters, yes, and his own life also, he cannot be my disciple. And in Luke 14, 26, we just read Yeshua speaking, if anyone comes to him, he must make sure that he love less his father, mother, wife, children, brothers, sisters, and even himself to be his disciple. These are two prerequisites, their requirements of every believer mandated by Yeshua, our Holy Savior, in order to be his disciple. After reading Matthew 16, 24 and coming after Yeshua, we must do what he did. And Yeshua kept the Sabbath because that was his custom. So let us read Luke 4, 16. So he came to Nazareth where he had been brought up. And as his custom was, he went into the synagogue on the Sabbath day and stood up to read We also read Luke 14, verse 26, that in coming to Yeshua as his disciple, saying yes to him, we must love less our father and mother, wife, children, brothers, and sisters, and love less our own life to be his disciple. Although the righteous will care for the needs of their animals, we are not to allow anything or anyone to come before our Holy Savior. We must do everything that our Holy Savior did while he was upon the earth. He is our example, not our pastors or our leaders. Yeshua kept the Sabbath, which was his custom, and all his disciples followed his custom. Who changed the Sabbath? On March 7, 321 AD, Roman Emperor Constantine issued a civil decree making Sunday a day of rest from labor, stating all judges and city people and the craftsmen shall rest upon the venerable day of the sun. Who changed the day? Was it God? No. Was it Jesus? People say Jesus did it. No, he didn't. People say 
Well, it must have been the apostles. No, it wasn't the apostles. Listen to this. These are the unadulterated statements from popes and other Roman Catholic leaders. There is no such law in the Bible. It is a law of the Holy Catholic Church alone. The Bible says, Remember the Sabbath day to keep it holy. The Catholic Church says, No, by my divine power I abolish the Sabbath day and command you to keep holy the first day of the week. And lo, the entire civilized world bows down in a reverent obedience to the command of the Holy Catholic Church. The Catholic Church for over 1,000 years before the existence of a Protestant, by virtue of her divine mission, changed the day from Saturday to Sunday. The Catholic Mirror, September 23, 1893. Question, which is the Sabbath day? Answer, Saturday is the Sabbath day. Question, why do we observe Sunday instead of Saturday? Answer, we observe Sunday instead of Saturday because the Catholic Church in the Council of Laodicea, A.D. 336, transferred the solemnity from Saturday to Sunday. The papacy changed the fourth commandment and called it the third, which says, Remember that thou keep holy the Sabbath day, but Sunday is not the Sabbath. Any schoolboy knows that Sunday is the first day of the week. It was the Holy Catholic Church that changed the day of rest from Saturday, the seventh day, to Sunday, the first day of the week, in 1893. We can clearly see who changed the Sabbath from Saturday to Sunday. It was Constantine and others. The Catholic Church embraced that same decree years later. As a result, all the Western churches came under the same decree that was issued by the Catholic Church. Many of the Western churches today are still under that same decree. Yeshua never issued a decree to abolish His holy set-apart day, the Sabbath. Exodus 20, verses 8 through 11 tells us to remember the Sabbath day, to keep it holy. Six days you shall labor and do all your work, but the Sabbath day is the Sabbath of the Lord your God. In it you shall do no work, you, nor your son, nor your daughter, nor your male servant, nor your female servant, nor your cattle, nor your stranger who is within your gates. For in six days the Lord made the heavens and the earth, the sea, and all that is in them, and rested the Sabbath day. Therefore the Lord blessed the Sabbath day and hallowed it. In other words, Yeshua consecrated the Sabbath day. He made it holy. Yeshua set the Sabbath day apart from all the other days of the week. Are we to continue in what Yeshua commanded or what the Catholic Church decreed? By my divine power, I abolish the Sabbath day and command you to keep holy the first day of the week. 
the entire civilized world bows down in a reverent obedience to the command of the Holy Catholic Church. Yeshua clearly said in John 14, 15, if you love me, keep my commandments. We find the fourth commandment even today being broken by many of his believers. Let us remember Yeshua's words. Do not think that I came to destroy the law or the prophets. I did not come to destroy but to fulfill. And we find that in Matthew 5:17. And in Matthew 5:19 it is written, Whoever therefore breaks one of the least of these commandments, that includes the fourth one, and teaches men so, shall be called least in the kingdom of heaven. But whoever does and teaches them, he shall be called great in the kingdom of heaven. Let us look at Colossians 2 verses 16 through 17 because this is one of the most misunderstood references in the Bible among the body of Christ. In looking at Colossians 2 verses 16 through 17, we find that Apostle Paul wrote to the Colossians. Let us read. So let no one judge you in food or in drink or regarding a festival or a new moon or Sabbath. In verse 17, it reads, Which are a shadow of things to come, but the substance is of Christ. The Colossians were new converts who Apostle Paul wrote to, saying, So let no one judge you in food or in drink, or regarding a festival or a new moon or Sabbath, which are a shadow of things to come, but the substance is of Christ. Apostle Paul was confronting a heresy from false teachers that had infiltrated the congregation in Colossae. These deceivers had influenced the Colossian Christians by introducing their own religious philosophies. Apostle Paul confirms and explains the value of Elohim's days for believers that foreshadows things to come. Apostle Paul explains the focus of God's festivals, which foreshadows Elohim's future plan to the commission that Christ Yeshua gave his church. When we take a closer look at what Apostle Paul actually says about the Sabbaths, new moons, and holy days, in this verse, we must keep in mind that Apostle Paul warned the Colossians by saying, Beware lest anyone cheat you through philosophy or empty deceit, according to the tradition of men. These new converts had come out of idolatry, and some of them still held superstitious beliefs. They thought that idols actually had power over their lives. In seeking to understand Apostle Paul's writings, we must understand the Bible from a Hebraic perspective of how it was originally intended, opposed to trying to understand the Bible as if it were an English book. Is the Sabbath for Christian believers today? The man is the more important issue, not the day, but the man. Not the day, but the man? We find in Mark 2, 27, And he said to them, The Sabbath was made for man, and not man for the Sabbath. Why did Yeshua 
say the Sabbath was made for man and not man for the Sabbath. That man would receive entering into his day of rest. We see it is a certain day appointed to us by our Holy Savior that mankind is to enter into then and now. That day is the seventh day that has not been abolished. One of the signs of the covenant that God had with Israel in the Old Testament was the Sabbath day. Now, I grew up in the Baptist church, in a very traditional Baptist church at that, and I grew up going to Sunday school and vacation Bible school. And when I went to vacation Bible school and Sunday school, they taught me about the Sabbath day. And there was a great debate going on at that time as to what day was the real day to worship God. There should be no debate about what day we should worship. I have absolutely no problem with anybody who chooses to go to church on Saturday. Uh, I have no problem with that. I would never debate that. I would never argue about it. I can pass by the Seventh-day Adventist church and wave and respect and appreciate their right to worship uh, on Saturday, uh, probably because I also uh, worship on Saturday. Yeah, I do. I hope that does not exempt me from an opportunity to serve as your pastor, but I, I worship on Saturday. I always, ever since I've been saved, I worship uh, on Saturday and, uh, and Friday and, and, and Thursday and generally on Wednesday too and, 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 and Tuesday uh, and, and Monday uh, as well and, and, and Sunday. Sunday also, I worship on Sunday. I don't have to come to a building to be in worship. Of course, we should worship every day. However, every day of the week was not specifically mandated by our Holy Savior as a holy day. We must respect and obey what has already been given in the very beginning. Because there is definitely a certain day, a specific day, a holy day mandated by a Holy Savior in the very beginning of creation. Let's read Genesis 2 and 3. Then God blessed the seventh day and sanctified it, because in it he rested from all his work which God had created and made. Let's read Exodus 20 verses 8 through 10. Remember the Sabbath day to keep it holy. Six days you shall labor and do all your work. But the seventh day is the Sabbath of the Lord your God. In it you shall do no work, you, nor your son, nor your daughter, nor your male servant, nor your female servant, nor your cattle, nor your stranger who is within your gates. Again, we find Yeshua is speaking in Matthew 12, verse 8. For the Son of Man is Lord, even of the Sabbath. So if we Christians hope for victory over sin, we shouldn't have any relationship with the law, not even the Ten Commandments. The only way that we as a Christian believer can have victory over sin is to keep the law of Yahweh Yeshua. The word law is a English word 
given to us in scripture. The word law in Hebrew is Torah. We still have the first five books of the Bible that have not been abolished. Let us not be deceived. Those first five books of the Bible, Genesis, Exodus, Leviticus, Numbers, and Deuteronomy, called Torah, are our instructions, and they are still in effect. Let us not be fooled. For those who feel we are not to keep the commandments, let us take a look at this passage of Scripture. He who says, I know him, and does not keep his commandments, is a liar, and the truth is not in him. This is found in 1 John 2, verse 4. Which of the Ten Commandments should believers break? Since some believers think we are not to keep God's laws. The Fourth Commandment. The Fifth Commandment. The third commandment? Truth is, absolutely none of them. According to God's commandments, we find many traditional believers in Christ are breaking God's fourth commandment because they are not taught to keep the fourth commandment of God. For the Son of Man is Lord even of the Sabbath. And we find this recorded in Matthew 12, verse 8. The Yeshua is Lord of the Sabbath. What our Holy Savior has already declared is this. If you love me, keep my commandments. Found in John 14, verse 15. In Romans 7, verse 12, it is written, Therefore, the law is holy, and the commandment holy and just. And good. Let us read Romans 7 verse 12 together. Therefore, the law is holy, and the commandment holy, and just, and good. In Isaiah 33 verse 22, it is written, For the Lord is our judge, the Lord is our lawgiver, the Lord is our king, he will save us. The Sabbath is a set-apart holy day that many would not enter into then or now because of disbelief. Let us read Hebrews 4 verses 1 through 7, which declares, Therefore, since a promise remains of entering his rest, let us fear, lest any of you seem to have come short of it. For indeed, the gospel was preached to us as well as to them. But the word which they heard did not profit them, not being mixed with faith in those who heard it. For we who have believed do enter that rest. As he has said, so I swore in my wrath, they shall not enter my rest. Although the works were finished from the foundation of the world, for he has spoken in a certain place of the seventh day in this way. And God rested on the seventh day from all his works. And again in this place they shall not enter my rest. Since therefore it remains that some must enter it, and those to whom it was first preached 
did not enter because of disobedience. Again, he designates a certain day, saying in David, Today, after such a long time, as it has been said, Today, if you will hear his voice, do not harden your hearts. And in Hebrews 4, verses 9 through 10, it declares, There remains, therefore, a rest for the people of God. For he who has entered his rest has himself also ceased from his works as God did from his. Remember, 1 John 2 and 4 tells us, He who says, I know him, and does not keep his commandments, is a liar, and the truth is not in him. Let us not be a liar, according to the reading of 1 John 2, verse 4, that we indeed keep the commandments, and will not break his fourth commandment, which tells us to remember the Sabbath day, to keep it holy, given in the law of Moses in Exodus 20 verse 8, and found again as our fourth commandment of the Ten Commandments. The Holy Scriptures declare that the Sabbath has been here since the creation of the world, recorded in Genesis 2 verses 2 through 3. And on the Sabbath day, God ended his work which he had made, and he rested on the seventh day from all his work which he had made. And God blessed the seventh day and sanctified it, because that in it he had rested from all his work which God created and made. We find that the Sabbath will remain on into eternity when the redeemed of the Lord Yeshua those who are saved will worship Elohim every Sabbath in the new earth. Let's read Isaiah 66 verses 22 through 23. For as the new heavens and the new earth which I will make shall remain before me, says the Lord, so shall your descendants and your name remain. And it shall come to pass that from one new moon to another, and from one Sabbath to another, all flesh shall come to worship before me, says the Lord. What a glorious time this will be. How many centuries have we grieved the Holy Father to dismiss the set-apart holy day that his Holy Son designated to bow down to the decree of the Roman Catholic Church, which was then and now the seventh day created for all Christian believers in the very beginning of creation. How many centuries have we erred as Christian believers? Let us remember concerning his seventh day Sabbath that it will be celebrated in the new heavens and the new earth. When we read Isaiah 66, 22 through 23, again we find. For as the new heavens and the new earth which I make shall remain before me, says the Lord, 
so shall your descendants and your name remain. And it shall come to pass that from one new moon to another, and from one Sabbath to another, all flesh shall come to worship before me, says the Lord. The Sabbath will be celebrated in the new heaven and the new earth. It won't ever go away. It's perpetual. It's everlasting. Was Yeshua a Seventh-day Adventist who told us to remember the Sabbath and keep it holy? Absolutely not. The Sabbath was made for all mankind at the beginning of creation. Let us remember Isaiah 58, 13 through 14. If you turn away your foot from the Sabbath, from doing your pleasure on my holy day, and call the Sabbath a delight, the holy day of the Lord honorable, and shall honor him, not doing your own ways, nor finding your own pleasure, nor speaking your own words, then you shall delight yourself in the Lord, and I will cause you to ride on the high hills of the earth and feed you with the heritage of Jacob your father. The mouth of the Lord has spoken. Again, let us read for our understanding. If you turn away your foot from the Sabbath, from doing your pleasure on my holy day, and call the Sabbath a delight, the holy day of the Lord honorable, and shall honor him, not doing your own ways, nor finding your own pleasure, nor speaking your own words. Then you shall delight yourself in the Lord, and I will cause you to ride on the high hills of the earth, and feed you with the heritage of Jacob your father. The mouth of the Lord has spoken. Is the Sabbath for Christian believers today? Absolutely. If this message has been a blessing to you, please visit our website to sow your generous love offering today www.welcomeholyspiritintlministry.org That's www.welcomeholyspiritintlministry.org Please use the links provided on our website to sow your generous love offering. Your financial support will help us to spread the good news around the world. We thank you for staying with us throughout the duration of our program. Yes. We pray you research everything that was outlined in this teaching for yourself yes. in order to gain a better understanding. The Sabbath is the most misunderstood for all believers, and sadly, many today are continuing to break His fourth commandment. The truth is, we're not to break any of the commandments. That's right. And many of the believers are breaking the fourth commandment because they don't believe they need to enter into it. It was created for us. 
not us for it. Set apart, sanctified, holy, the holiest day of the week. And we're going to teach a little bit more, and I, we hope you understood some of what you listened to and witnessed today, because it is the holiest day of the week. Thank you. We, we grew up as Baptists, but we have come to the knowledge of truth that it will be in the new heaven and mm -hmm. in the new mm -hmm. earth. Mm -hmm. And we are not to break any of the commandments. We're grieving the Holy Father by doing that. Yes. It's time to repent. We will not compromise this gospel. Thank you, Father. It's truth. And the truth sets us free. And we're just appreciative that the Father would choose us mm. for such a time as this. Thank you, Holy That's Father. Thank you, Lord. We're going to have to know what hour we're in and to pay attention and to stay alert. Amen. 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 We want you to know we're here for you. Email us. Send your prayer request in. We don't have all the answers, but what we do have, we're here to share with you and we're here to learn together. Amen. 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 And feel free to email us. It's info at welcomeholyspiritintlministry.org. That's info at welcomeholyspiritintlministry.org. And be sure to meet us again right here, right here, right next here. time on four. Wow. The time has come. And be sure to check our schedule on bbsradio.com for any updates in our schedule. Yes. And we're going to keep you all in prayer. We're keeping you all in prayer. Please know that you're close to our hearts. The Lord does reveal those that he have you giving his holy word to. Amen. So we'll stay in our prayer room on our face for you. We love you. That's right. We love you. Elohim loves you more. God bless you. God bless you. Welcome Holy Spirit International Ministry for the time has come has adopted spiritually 30 orphans in Kisi, Kenya under the leadership of Pastor Orlin Ontario. Your generous donations will help us feed our 30 orphans in Kisi, Kenya, as well as help them with clean water, clothing, books, supplies, and other in-kind services. Has the law of God been abolished? We touched on some passages of scripture on the law in our Sabbath teaching today. Find out more on the law of Elohim God. Here's a short clip of next week's teaching. The practices and mannerisms that we are reading about in Scripture cannot be understood from a traditional mindset. The Pharisees and the scribes were teaching the law, but they were not following the law themselves. The law of God identifies our sin. God's holy law shows us our need for a Savior.
Yeshua. Which laws were done away with? Stay tuned next week for more on this topic. Has the law been abolished? On For the Time Has Come program. song we learned in Zimbabwe. You are Alpha and Omega. We worship you, our Lord. You are worthy to be praised. Sing it again.
this room with worship. We love you, Lord.